Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. You know what's wrong with health and fitness? You weaponize it against yourself. Why didn't you go to the gym today? You're so lazy. Ah, why did you eat that? You have no self-control. Stop it. At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about Boeing, and we're going to be talking about Artemis. Boeing is making a bunch of parts and pieces to the Artemis mission, and earlier this week, they showed off a pretty cool moon lander idea, which they quoted as fewest steps to the moon. So that's what they said. This is going to be the fewest steps to the moon. They don't want to complicate things because getting to the moon is difficult. Getting to the moon takes a little bit of time, right? A couple days to get there. And you don't want any extra parts, any extra pieces, any extra fluff, pop and circumstance when you actually get there. You have a mission to do and your mission is to get people there in one piece, get them there safe. And that's what Boeing is doing with their moon lander idea and this is a crude moon lander so people will be flying on this thing (coughs) excuse me so they're going to deliver the ascent element and the descent element to the lunar orbit in one rocket that's what they plan on doing boeing says this is for maximum capability and crew safety which reduces the complexity of the mission Jim Chilton, who's the senior vice president of space and launch for Boeing Defense, space and security, said using the lift capability of NASA's space launch system, the SLS Block 1B, we have developed a fewest steps to the moon approach that minimizes mission complexity, uh, which while offering the safest and most direct path to the lunar surface. And in July, NASA said that. They have a vision for a moon lander, for the Artemis moon lander, that will be returning astronauts to the moon in 2024. This will be the first woman to land on the moon and the next man to land on the moon. And they're going to stay there for a while. They're going to stay there for up to a week. And this is, it's not a thing, right? (laughs) So we haven't been back to the moon in a really long time, since the 70s. And you're going to send people back to the moon for a week plus, possibly two weeks, depending on, you know, what they figure out in between now and then with their rovers and their sciencing and all of the development. All the engineering has to be absolutely spot on and perfect to get this right. 
So that's why Boeing is making this super easy. A lot of moving parts could make it very complicated, but they're doing it so that there aren't that many moving parts. Um, NASA said earlier this year, proposals from industry for the development of integrated human launch or lunar landers and execution of crude flight demonstrations to the lunar surface by 2024. That was on the Federal Business Opportunities website. That's what they were building. That's why Boeing was building this as part of that program. And on September 30th, the government space agency, known as NASA, launched the call for the moon lander. And Boeing answered. The Artemis program is doing a stepping stone approach. There's going to be a gateway station near lunar orbit, and they'll be using the Orion capsule and other transfer vehicles in between the moon, Earth, and the gateway. So what they want to do, launch people from Earth, dock with the gateway, go from the gateway down to the lunar surface. It's kind of similar to what we did with the Apollo missions, but completely different, if that makes sense. In the Apollo missions, we had kind of a lunar outpost, right? So we had the lunar orbiter, which separated from the lander. And then when the lander was done, it shot back up to the lunar orbiter and docked with that and then came back to Earth. It's kind of similar, but not exactly the same. And Boeing and the Artemis mission, um, they're going to do the new version with this lunar outpost. Boeing's integrated lander can carry itself from lunar orbit to the surface without an additional transfer stage or space tug, which further reduces launches and simplifies the steps to a successful landing. Like I said before, not as many moving parts. Um, the SLS is, it's kind of, okay, so I'm going to be honest here with you. The SLS seems like a hog. It seems like bureaucracy. It seems like there's so many companies involved and so much overhead and it's behind schedule and it's over budget and it seems like it's never going to work. And then you have people like Elon Musk and SpaceX who say, well, we're going to do it before NASA because we can. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one for NASA to overcome this kind of uh, this kind of bad press. But I really, really hope they do. Boeing said the SLS has an unmatched lift capability that builds on proven flight components. This approach shortens development time and lowers risk, enabling NASA to safety la safely land on the moon's surface by 2024. And the cool thing about SLS is that it's not just going to be for the moon. They can use SLS for everything. If we want to send astronauts to Mars someday, SLS will be able to get them there. And doing lunar stuff, doing moon stuff is going to be super important for getting people to Mars because you can learn things about space and about surviving in space because let's get this blunt straight to the point you're not having a vacation out there. This is a dangerous, possibly deadly mission that you're going on. 
to the moon. And when you learn something along the way, whether it's something tiny, like what kind of boot laces do you use for your moon boots? And that translates into something. What could we be using on Mars to do the same thing? What's a better way to do that on Mars? Something like that. That's just an example. But those are the things that we learned from the Apollo missions. We learned some things from that. We use them today. We have cell phones because of the Apollo missions. We have a lot of communications devices because of the Apollo missions. We have satellites because of the early space race. So Artemis is a big deal and they want to get it right. So Boeing's making a lander and hopefully they get it right and we can all benefit from how much cool stuff, how much cool engineering and how much cool science comes from it. So I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I'll see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.